0: Beyond the Edge, a sequential entertainment podcast by Terry Dre and Calum Varecci.
1: The next train to depart on Platform 4, the 2145 Edinburgh to Inverness has been delayed due to additional maintenance required on the line due to inclement weather and obstructions. Uh, Maintenance engineer Arnold and his team have been dispatched and will fix obstruction as soon as possible. We at Northern and Southern Network Train, Bus and Taxi Services want to assure our clients that we are working for you.
0: Welcome to my new podcast, Frugal Camping, with me, Tam the Frugal Camper. Over the coming weeks, I'm going to take you with me on my journey through the Highlands of Scotland with my self-built camper van. I'm going to show you all how to find places to park up your campervan or pitch your tent in a stealthy manner and how to take advantage of nature's larder and show you where to find food by foraging. All for free. Alright, that's what I'm going to do. Now, I've spent the last few years driving all over Scotland at the weekends, so I should be able to keep you on the right track, so to speak. I'll be visiting some well-kent places and some no-so-well-kent places on my travels. I'll talk a wee bit about the history of where I am and then we'll get a plate of food, all for free. Now, I start my adventure on the west coast of Scotland near Oban. Oh, these these bloody midges. Uh, They are, unfortunately, all throughout Scotland and as this is summer, they're on the warpath. But we'll carry on regardless. Just ignore them. Ah, they're a bitey devils, so they are. Anyway, back to my trip. I'm so excited about this. It's going to be uploaded on a weekly basis, so keep coming back to my channel. Oh, for the love of! Oh, I'm just, I'm just like an amused bush for them. Something to do with your blood being sweeter or something. I don't know. I can't, I can't get them to stop. Oh, and they're they're beginning to swarm now. There's hundreds of them. There's just something up here.
2: Hello and welcome to Art at Night tonight, the late night arts and culture show where we take a sideways look at art and culture that's happening just now. In the studio tonight is the prominent foot actor Sir Richard Falkirk to talk about his roles over the years and indeed how he broke into the business and what makes a good foot actor. Hello, and thank you for having me. You are welcome. Could we begin with you telling us how you got your start as a foot actor?
3: I was walking down the road, no particular road, and I happened to pass a well-known shoe shop. Well... As you can imagine, my nimble footwork as I paraded along caught the eye of Gianni Malfancanti, the famous shoe designer. And, um,
2: did he immediately fall in love with your feet?
3: Almost at once, yes, yes. He commissioned me to model his latest designs, and the rest, of course, as well, history. Mm. Ah, right... Now, can we
2: fast forward to your first professional foot acting job?
3: Oh, I was engaged to model the latest sandal for Push. Now, I'd never worn Push sandals in my life, which was ironic, as I was about to stand on a sandy beach as if I'd been wearing Push sandals all my life. Mm.
2: That must have taken... All of your acting abilities and years of study.
3: Oh, I can't begin to tell you how many years of study. I remember talking to Larry. That's Lawrence Levy. When he gave me the best bit of advice. Any young foot actor starting out should heed. And what was that, Sir Richard? Walk to the set, stand your ground, And try not to bump into the furniture, darling.
2: What great advice from a wonderful actor like Laurence Olivier. Now, of course, you've worked with some of the top designers in the footwear sector.
3: Yes, yes, I have. And, of course, working with some of the world's top designers in the footwear industry has given me the opportunity to work with leading creatives and... I remember my time on the bill, for example, I really thought I'd nailed walking away from the camera, walking towards the camera, talking to real police officers, helped me get the right pacing, of course, well, I say real police officers, but they were actually television police officers, actors, if you will, hmm, but they only ever play police officers, so they would know, wouldn't they? Mm. Well,
2: fascinating as that is, we'll have to leave it there, Sir Richard, as we've run right out of time. Join me next time on Art at Night tonight. From me, live in the studio, good night. <laughs>
1: For our clients on the 2145 Edinburgh to Inverness, our maintenance engineer Arnold and his team are working incredibly hard to clear the additional required maintenance on the line. In the meantime, and to elevate the one-and-a-half-hour delay, the buffet situated in Car 4 has been updated with our new and improved tea and coffee facilities. A fine selection of filled breads are also available.
4: Yes, Um. Uh, we the best furniture shop having a sale uh nearly 50% off everything in our uh, 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 the, including uh the cabinets um, speaking of cabinets Nadim and, and pretty did a pretty good job you see what i did there yes. uh, and and of course we have michael Gov in there Good old Covey, and don't forget Liz, even though she was a Lib Dem. But anyway... Uh, 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 Boris, uh,
0: sorry, uh, dear. Can you hear me okay in there? Uh, uh, uh,
4: yes, yes. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, okay, just take your time. Uh, remember, this is an advert for Jacksons of Harrogate, and that they're having a 50% sale this month, and not your memoirs, darling. Okay? Let's try again. Uh,
4: yes, yes, of course. Uh, uh, silly me. Um... Let's try it again. Okay, um, come down to Jackson's of Harrogate, uh, the best place to find uh, the best furniture for your house. Incredible discounts. Um, I remember the, the, the time I first entered the house was uh, way back in 2001. Heady times indeed. Uh, Boris, you're doing this again, love. Oh, uh, yes, yes, I am, Anna. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. Try to stay on track. Remember, uh, Jackson's of Harrogate,
4: furniture shop, sale. Oh, oh, of course, yes, of course. Jackson's of Harrogate, furniture shop, sale. Um, and, and so come to the Jackson's of Harrogate. It's a, a blue, bl- blue door, blue door. Uh, blue, yes. Do you remember? Have you got your blue passport? Does Does Jackson's do, um, you know, kitchen? Counters, You know, they're great for putting your new kettle on there. You can save a ten, ten pounds. Come down to Jackson's of Harrogate. Ah, uh, we have uh, standard free shipping on floor lamps. A whopping 50% off, great for casting shadows. Uh, that reminds me, in 2006, I was a uh, shadow ex- ed- 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 education secretary to I write that post. And so successfully became the Mayor of London.
0: Uh, Okay, okay, Boris, I think we've got enough, love. Uh, We can edit around your gaps.
4: Uh, If you're sure, I'm I'm happy to do it again, if needed. No, 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 as I say, we're good here. With with regards to the
0: fee... Oh, that should go straight into your agent. Uh,
4: Five working days as per contract, my darling. Uh, Right, good, 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 good. Uh, five working days. Uh, 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 no, no chance of cash in hand then.
0: No, sorry, uh, Boris darling. Uh, the standard fifty-pound fee will go straight to your agent.
4: Uh, yes, just yes, just yes, Quite, quite, quite. A shame. Uh, by the time the, the agent takes a cut, there's barely enough for the taxi fare home. But never mind. Uh, small acorns and all that. Uh, but by the but by the way, uh, where is Harrigan? <laughs> If
2: any of you
4: idiots think
2: that the first half wasn't anywhere near acceptable, then grab your stuff now and get out of my changing room. This is disgraceful. Robertson, what's happened to the legs? No fancy running the day, no? Just saunter about the middle of the pitch like a lost dog trying to smell its own arse. You think it's funny, McLaren? I tell you what. Instead of laughing at your teammates, try helping them out once in a while, instead of running around with the head down straight into tackles that you won't win. Honestly boys, I can't handle the stupidity of this team anymore. We have Jackson over here, playing so wide he may as well be sat beside me in the dugout. Everyone keeps passing the ball backwards, and whose ingenious idea was it to blooter the ball halfway down the pitch every time we win possession? Nobody's listening to me, boys, and I'm fed up. How are we expected to win a game of football playing like this? But, Gaffer... Don't bother me, Robertson. How many times have I told you that you can't run with a ball clutched to your body like that? It's football, laddie. No handball. Football. But we're playing
4: rugby, Gaffer, and we're winning by eight clear points.
1: Shut up. Good news for our 21.45 to Inverness clients, our maintenance engineer Arnold has came to an agreement with the Northern and Southern Network train, bus and taxi services successfully and will now carry on dealing with the additional maintenance and obstruction on the line. As a compensation, we are continuing to keep our buffet open with a 10% discount on all teas, coffees and snacks, with a sale value in excess of £10. As an additional service to help ease the pain of the four hour delay, we're offering lukewarm cans of lager and beer at a premium price of £5 per can, or we'll take advantage of our special offer, two cans for £10.
5: Thank you for coming in. We'll be in touch. I'm not sure. He wasn't very
2: dynamic, was he?
5: No, he wasn't. What we need for this film is a presence. Someone that will dominate the screen but also be humble enough to blend into the background.
1: I know exactly what you mean.
2: Craig Decker. He's with the Marlowe Agency.
5: Good morning, Craig. I'm Trevor, the director, and this is Claire, the producer of the
1: project. Hello. Hello. Good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Did you get the screenplay?
2: Yes, my agent sent it to me yesterday. I've learned the part of Rusty Valdez.
5: Good. The character Rusty is a ruthless drug baron, but with a heart. He would kill anyone who gets his way to the top, but has a predilection for soft-scented chocolates. That's what ultimately brings him down, his love Soft-scented chocolates.
2: Yes, I see the chocolates as a a metaphor of his own personality. I got that from the subtext of the script, you know.
1: That's very astute of you, Craig. Now, I'll read in for the other part, so in your own time.
2: Look, I don't want any of your crap. I sent you to do a job and you failed. You wanted to step up. Show
1: me what you can do. But no-one said anything about killing anyone. Did you think we were going to tickle them with that gun? Can I just stop you there? That was very
5: good, Craig. Just what we're looking for. Now, I want to try that again. This time, can you do it whilst in the colour blue? The colour blue? Yes, blue. Not red or green, but blue. Blue? In your own time. Erm, the colour blue. The colour blue?
2: The colour blue. Blue.
6: They were the scourge of the Hebrides and feared by mortal men. They've chased many a man, they say, Hoot to the healing glen. But one thing's that's for sure today, if they get a taste for blood, they'll follow you through bracken deep, through bogs and heather mud. Oh, hey, the midges, Oh, hey, the midgees, when the Vikings came ashore quite near Dave Ardine, the sight they saw was the fiercest thing that they had ever seen. It said that great big game men made them wish they were never born, but the thing that sent them back to sea was the cloud of the deadly swarm. Oh, hey, the midgees, oh, hey. The Romans, when they ventured north, came running back on foot. They built a Adrian's Wall just to keep the Scottish out. But it was no hated healing men, it was a Celts or pets. Mark Anthony had a swarm of midges <laughs> nesting in his bricks. O-hey. Bonnie Charlie sailed o'er the sea to sky But the midges got the best of him and, well, poor Charlie died They chopped him up and stuffed him in and riced him dights so broad. That's why they sing the song Bonnie Charlie's new awa Oh, hi, the midges Oh, hi, the midges So if you come to Scotland, prepare for insect bites you can try your best repellent creams and hats that look a sight. But when you lay you down to sleep all cosy in your tents, the Minjis have Swiss Army knives <laughs> and they'll sneak in through the vents. Oh, hey, the midges, oh, the Minchies. Now you may all just wonder why the Minji lives up here and why that many Scotsmen don't have them buzzing round their ears. It's cause we're all immune to them by the porridge in our boots. In fact, on farms we breed them, just to keep the tourists (laughs) out. Oh, hey, them in jeans. Oh, hey, them in jeans. Now, as the song comes to an end, I hope that you did laugh. You're probably sitting thinking, and, well, I'm pretty daft. The thing that I find funny is not the smile upon your cheeks It's that the song's now in your head <laughs> You'll be singing that for weeks
2: Welcome, I'm the Keep Fit Guru here to help you with all your keep fit needs. I'm going to talk you through my fitness regime, give you the lowdown on my daily workouts and help you navigate the world of the modern gymnasium. There is some heavy equipment here and you need to be specially trained. I am specially trained and know how to use this equipment properly. I'm like a black belt. But not in like judo or a, or a karate way, but as in a experience equipment user kind of way. And I am the Keep Fit Guru. So let's get started. Take this piece of classic equipment. This is the four stack multi-person power gym. The finest that money can buy. And I have access to it. Yes, (laughs) the gym manager has faith in my ability to be able to work any machine. So... What you do is, is you lie back on the bench like this, then lift this up here, then pull on this, then... Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God, I think I might be stuck. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. If I just move this... Oh! Okay, okay. Okay, I could do with some help here. Hello? Hello, anyone? I'm in need of help. I think, yeah, I think the leg's away. The leg's broken. Def- 100% the leg's broken. Definitely. I can see bone. I can see bone. Yep, my, knee's, my knee is facing the carpet. That shouldn't be happening. No way. Oh, dear. There's blood on the There's blood on the carpet. And the, oh, there's blood on the carpet.
1: I do love a bit of bubbly. I do love our weekly meetups. We are so lucky to all live at the same cul de sac. Oh, I agree. More bubbly, darling. Oh, Maisie's been asking to join us for lunch one of these days. Who? Maisie, you know, little mousy type, married to the accountant at number 10. Oh. I thought he was married to the lanky one with the greasy hair. No, 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 no. She's married to the obnoxious bank manager at number eight. Uh, wasn't he the one that was asked to leave the swimming pool last year for urinating in the kiddies' pool? I think that was him at number five. He was married to the small, dumpy woman who smells a bit. Mm, I thought that was Maisie. Anyway, I don't like a line of gossip. It's never about anyone I know.
2: I've picked up this leaflet on the way home there. It talks about having a go-bag ready. What's a go-bag? Well, according to this government leaflet thing, it's something that you should have ready if you need to leave your home in a hurry. You know, if bad things happen. A bad thing? Like a, a
1: war or something?
2: Aye, I think so.
1: It's weird. Let's see that. It says to be prepared for any natural disaster. It says we should pack things like non-perishable snacks, bottled water, copies of important documents.
0: Those things won't help you if society has fallen and you need to survive. In such a disaster, I'd suggest more water than you think you'll need. Instead of documents, take something valuable that you can barter with. Then have a detailed map of your area for a plan escape, and remember, your neighbors will be your biggest threat, so make sure you have weapons a knife, a gun. Or train so that your hands are registered lethal weapons like mines are.
1: Stephen Siegel Wow how do you know so much about go bags and survival stuff?
0: Oh, I was an expert survivalist and prepper for thirty-eight years.
1: All right, here, Steven Seagal. Is there anything you don't know?
4: No.
2: Sorry, hi. Hello. It, it, it's you. It, it is you, isn't it? It, it, it is you. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's me. Uh, how you doing? Wow. Ali McCoist. Listen, I knew it was you when I saw you getting out of that big limo. Looking sharp in the evening suit and all that. Uh, well, no point in being shy about success, eh? Absolutely. Listen, I couldn't agree any more. I've followed the Rangers since I was like... You know, knee-high to a kipper That's great, do you want an autograph or I could just... You were the man for me, Ali And uh, here you are in the flesh (laughs) Wow, listen, I I, I truly cannot believe this I really can't One of my heroes and here I am talking with him Wow Yeah, yeah Uh,
7: Do you you want an autograph? Listen,
2: I thought that goal that you scored for Scotland in 96 against Switzerland Was going to do it at last for us, you know See us through to the next round I loved the way you received that throw-in and just decided to go and hit it, you know? It's what we needed that night, someone with a bit of positive, positiveness. See, I'd just finished my beer and my steak pie supper by the time you'd scored that and Well, truth be tell, I was scunnered by how we were playing, but I didn't think we were going to do it. But then you, you hit it, you know? Aye, I caught it just right. Look, uh, do you want my autograph? Who would have thought to, you'd go- have ended up a manager... As well, having a square go with that Neil Lennon in the technical area. Unbelievable.
7: Aye, who would have thought
2: it? <laughs> Look, do you want a selfie or an autograph? Oh, aye. Smash you, aye. I've I've, um, I've got a pen here. Just just, just just write it on my arm, right there. Uh, well, are you sure? Aye, 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 it's fine. To my mate, Murhouse Mick. Oh, man, I'm going to show all my mates. They'll love this. They're all Big Rangers fans too. Are they? <laughs> That's great, yeah. There you go. Here, here listen, Ali, c- can I get a selfie with my favourite ever football player in the whole wide world? <laughs> no problem. Just get my phone. So if you just just kind of lean into me there, Ali. Super Ali! Whoa, whoa. Here, listen, you smell nice. That's a smashing after save you've got on there, Ali. Bet that's expensive. Aye, aye, it was a couple of shillings. Aye, I thought so. Listen, class is class. I can't even believe it, man! Getting my photo taken with Super alley, my clique. Sorry, I've got to go. O- okay. Well, uh, all the best then. Uh, where, where are you going? Into that function suite uh, of that restaurant just there across the road. Oh yeah. Aye, commemoration dinner with my family and friends. So I better run because you know the lobby. That's Wait. smashing. Can I come? Well, no. It's invitation only, and it's my family, you know. But. But I'm your biggest fan. I've got to to go because people are waiting for me. And
4: for... look, I'm sorry. It's just that I've, just I've... what.
2: Oh, aye. Oh, aye. So you've scored a couple of goals that hit off your arse and trickled over the line, have you? Crying like a wee bairn on the pitch when the hearts gave you a tonkin at Celtic Park in 98. Look at me doing question of sport, my big time Charlie mates and Sue Barker with a face like Lee Marvin and laughing at eggs boiling. And you're not looking so good these days either, you fat twat. With that sunroof on the top of your head getting bigger by the day. And whatever hair you've got left looking like Billy Connolly's pubes. I bet that suit's rented, and all. And I'm no a Rangers fan, by the way. Never will be as long as a mighty Partick Thistle can kick a ball. Done a film with Robert Duvall, have ye? Got a gig on a radio station, have ye? Got a golden boot, have ye? Loads of caps for Scotland, have ye?
7: Can I come? No. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first day of rehearsals for our version of Othello by a somewhat well-known playwright called Mr. Shakespeare. (laughs) Uh, Now, this is a very relaxed environment where we want you all to feel that you can bring whatever you can to the role that you're playing. I see that my very capable second-in-command Derek has done some warm-up exercises with you, so let's get straight into our first act and scene one. Let's have our two players, shall we? Yes, the rest of the cast can sit on the sidelines and offer up some help and advice as and when we need it, eh? Okay, we begin our play on the streets of Venice. As an argument between Rodrigo, played by George, and Iago, played by Craig. So, breathe and take it away, George. Tush! never tell me.
2: I take it much unkindly that thou, Iago... Who hast had my purse, as if the strings were thine, should know this. Blood, but you'll not hear me, if even I did dream of such a matter, abhor me. Thou toldst me thou didst hold him in thy hate. Despise me if I do not. Three great ones of the city, in personal suit, to make me his lieutenant. Off cap to him, and by little faith of man, I know my price.
7: I am worth no worse a place. Okay, okay, can I just stop you there? That was wonderful, quite wonderful. A magnificent start to our journey of discovery of the Great Bard. I think you can all agree. I think we can really get a feel for these two characters. But I was wondering if I could make a suggestion for Iago. Of course, anything.
2: Was was I not reading it right?
7: I've learned my lines. I've got the book No, 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 you were perfect, darling. I loved every moment of your reading and interpretation of his words. It's um, merely a suggestion. Could you try saying those same words, but in the colour blue? The colour blue? Yes, blue. Blue? As in blue? Not red or green, but blue. In, In your own time.
1: Thank you for your patience with regarding our additional maintenance required on the Edinburgh to Inverness line. We will be leaving shortly with a mere six hours delay. Due to the additional maintenance required to remove the obstruction on the line, our maintenance engineer, Arnold, has been able to treat himself and his wife to a luxury weekend at a boutique hotel in the Cotswolds. Thank you.
0: Beyond the Edge, a sequential entertainment podcast, performed by Terry Dre, Callum Berecci, Robert Ian Crawford, Matt Mason, Debbie White, Lynn Morris, Rob Crosby, George Bowers, Norman Lamont, and introducing Caden Chapman. Written by Terry Dre, Callum Berecci and Robert Ian Crawford with additional material from Matt Mason. Music is from Norman Lamont, Robert Ian Crawford, Kevin McLeod, and Craig Wheel. It is an Edge of the World production, produced by Terry Dre and Callum Berecci.